Oh. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's did. up? What's up? Yeah, That's right. Did. That's right. listening to episode 48 of the lunchtime in rome podcast this is eric and i am here with jay hi <laughs> i thought you were gonna keep going no um and uh brian we are sans brian again that's he's, true he was on a he's on a trip to california the first half was uh, like a fun vacation trip with family and then he was finishing up with work but we will hear all about that interesting trip we have some inside he's info. got stories he's he's got stories next week's podcast will be us going wow <laughs> pretty much pretty much but i can't wait to hear all about it um and i uh, can't wait to to have brian back uh, i miss him and uh so yes some logistics let's talk about lunchtime you can visit us at lunchtime you can contact us there um, you can email us from there you can find all our social medias there. If you're listening for the first time, um, maybe on the website, you can find uh, different ways to listen on one of your favorite apps, whether it be um, iTunes or uh, Pocket Casts or anything like that. It's all there. And uh, we uh, really appreciate that you're listening. And if you follow us on Facebook, you can see when we go live and record live and watch and play along with us. So we uh, invite you to join the show live um, every single week. Um, we usually record on Wednesdays or Thursdays. And uh, and yeah, so Jay, that brings us to what the show is all about. Can you give a quick description, please? I sure can. Uh, the, really, the number one thing that people in every culture, in every way, shape or form of life, whether it be socioeconomic status, everything else. The one problem everyone can face at some point in time in their life is that they feel alone. And so we think a great thing to do is to teach people how to keep other people from feeling alone. And so we model that after a verse in the Bible called Romans 12, uh, that is Romans 12, 15. Did you say Bromans? No. Okay. No. Um, and that is rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. So that's the lunch time in Rome, Rome twelve fifteen, uh, where the way to keep people from feeling alone is joining them in their emotion. And so that's what we do in the first 20 minutes of the podcast is we model that. We talk about life and we rejoice with each other. We mourn with each other. Then we go over a topic of the day where we can either help uh, keep ourselves from feeling alone or help keep somebody else from feeling that way. And then we finish by talking about ways people can do better and ways people can't do better. Um, so I just want to start by saying so excited to see both Beth and Holly and Todd listening on Facebook Live yeah. or watching on Facebook Live. Yeah, welcome. Uh, that is Holly Holmes, uh, who is a Young Life leader, not, not the not MMA fighter. that one. <laughs> but uh, so and our man, Daniel, he's the, he's watching us as well. Nice. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Welcome. And uh, everybody is welcome to have a seat at the table. At this lunchtime. 
Yeah. Is the way we look at it. So the more you, you know, you give us information, we want to rejoice with you. We want to mourn with you. So send us your emails, make comments on Facebook live. It's a little bit harder when there's just two of us. Cause we kind of have to pretend to pay attention or else we're really not doing a good job you of joining the other person. See what you did. <laughs> um, but this past week, if I may start off, yeah, kick it. Um, you know, I'm, it's funny. We're now into the school year kind of a thing. And now you got a rhythm to the week. You yeah. know, and I've said each week, my update is, Oh, the weekends are so hard, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. I, I do what I can during the week, but now even volleyball's over, which this year was the toughest year I've had in the longest time. Man, um, that makes me like bummed because like at the beginning of the season, Oh, we were excited. You're so optimistic. We were excited. Yeah. And that's part of why it was so hard. Yeah. Um, that and the fact that, you know, and I've only realized this after, eh, towards the end of the season, but my teams get better every year because most of my girls don't play year round. Most every other team, every other player plays year round. My teams do not. They do other things. It's really expensive. So each year my teams get a lot better because they haven't been playing much. Yeah. We did not get a lot better this year. So yeah. that's disappointing for me. But it's over. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So I've got a little bit more time in the afternoons and and things like that. But where I wanted to transition as far as an update is uh we had an elders meeting on Monday night at church and it's sort of an insight into the mind of a pastor of a small church. And I say small church, you know, we probably have 200 regular attenders, not every week, but people who regularly attend, Yeah, you know, we're not a teeny tiny mom and pop shop, but we're not a mega church by any imagination. I'm the only full-time staff. So there's always that delicate balance of, you know, you can only do so much with volunteers. You want to, I want to equip. I don't, I'm not a delegator. I'm certainly not a dumper. I don't dump things on people. Yeah. There's things in our church that aren't getting done because I'm not going to make somebody do it who doesn't want to do it. Right. But a delegator, that's good, but an equipper is better. I equip you to do what yeah. you're gifted at yeah. in theory. Um, people actually volunteer. They're not voluntold. Oh, yes. Right. Nor have I ever used that phrase. Okay. Anyhow, um, so the elders help with the ministry and... You know, I, I look around the room and I've got the ladies who help and they're who they are and they're gifted. And then I look at the guys and I got Ken Love. Yeah. who has been a pastor for 17 years. Yeah. I love Ken. Okay. Yeah. But, but Ken is who Ken is. Yeah. You know, Ken is just Ken. He's a wild card. I mean, he's crazy. Oh yeah. And he's great, but he's crazy. Right. And, and he's, and he's not the most remembering of person. So you have no idea yeah. what Ken's saying, you know, at half the time. Yeah. And Ron is normally there. Ron Her, hi yeah. Sally. She'll be listening shortly. And Ron Ron's an expert. Just ask him. Yeah. So so that's that dynamic. Yeah. Well, and then Denny Chisnell, who Denny is great. Denny has such a heart, but Denny's just a different cat. Yeah. Denny's an engineer. He does does karate. He's 60 years old. He's in seminary. And he is exactly who he is, and he is nothing else. Yeah. So we're in this meeting, and I struggle, and that's part of you know, we're going to talk more at length about things because all three guys, they're not me. They're not, they are, they don't, they're the opposite of you in a lot of each of them in their own way. In their own is opposite way. Of yeah. Me. Yeah. And so like we have a program where I match elders with regular attenders that aren't involved in a ministry. Okay. So if they're not on the worship team, they're not on a team or they're not coming to a, in a Bible study and I match them up so that they can just love that person. They call them maybe once a month and just say, hey, if you need anything in the church or outside the church, 
I'm your guy. Yeah. If you need anything, if you're, if you're stuck and you don't know who to call, you call me. Yeah. And so I'll say that and the women, they get it. Yeah. Now, none of them are inherently me, but they're sort of my, you know, but it's funny because the guys, they just struggle a little bit and they'll be like, oh yeah, it's okay. They've been coming to church that I don't need to call them because they've been coming. Uh, and I'm like, that's nope. not what we're talking nope. about. I, I want you to just call them and check in with them and right. love them. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, they're, they're good to go. They're, 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 they like the church <laughs> and, and that'll be like multiple months. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not what I, it's not what I want you to do. Like, <laughs> but yet, but then there's the part of me that's like, okay, well I have to cast that vision better. Clearly I have not right. explained it right in such a way. Yeah. You know, so things like that. So here's the, the other, for instance, um, Jan, 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 Jan brings up, uh, the fact that this one, uh, Beth Moore, who's a big female, uh, that was author like some controversy or whatever. That's another thing. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's not what she brings up yeah, yeah. that either her ministry or her church or whatever on Tuesdays from noon to one, they have prayer at the church and they have prayer partners who are there. And they know between noon and one, if you have a prayer need, you can come into the church. Boom. What do we do about that? What about that? What does that be an idea? What if we do just a way to reach out, love people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I said, you know, I heard of a church that actually had a drive through window where you would pull up in your car and say, would you pray for me for this? And the person would lean out the window, pray for them. And they drove along. And I said, you know, I'm not against that. No, it's not a bad idea. If you've got the people to do it. Yeah. So. Denny goes, I don't like the drive through idea. And I'm just sitting there like, because I have found more and more recently that people act differently in front of me than they do to other people. Like someone will say to me, so-and-so has been really mean lately. I'm like, ah, oh, they're a sweetheart. And they're like, yeah, to you, because you're the pastor. You're and I'm pastor like, G. And I'm like, really? Because I think I'm approachable. Like, you want to be a jerk? Be a jerk to me. That's and it's fine. it's different for me because like you're, you're one of my best friends. Right. You know, and like. But, that, yeah. but like I've had people like, oh, they were really mean. And I'm like, really? Well, so here's here's Denny. I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> All right. He, that's, and I said to him, I said, Denny, I said, thank you. I said, but go ahead and tell me exactly how you feel. And of course, Denny being Denny. <laughs> he told you exactly. What? He's like, well, here's why. <laughs> he said, it's, it's, he goes, it's far too horizontal. He said, you know, somebody pulls up in a car and then they just pull away. We, we want to be going vertical with people, which, of course, I go right to Joey and friends one time. For those of you who are friends, you know, fans, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he said, we, we want to go deep. We want to build relationships with people, which I celebrate the fact that he says that. Yeah. Because that's what I'm taught. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, and so it's funny because then like there's Laurie Ann and she goes, you yeah, know, some people aren't ever going to come inside. And I'm like, exactly. And right. so we talked about it around the table. And I said, look. You have somebody inside. Yes. If somebody feels comfortable enough to come in and say, listen, would you pray for me? Here I am. Sit down with me and pray. Great. I said, but what about the person that would never come inside? Right. But they might pull up in their car. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, now that you mentioned that they might come through the drive through, then they would come inside. He goes, now, <laughs> now I like that idea. <laughs> And I'm like, that's all I'm asking. But like, I love the give and take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was just so wonderful <laughs> that, that we had that. And that, you know, and so I, I celebrate him. That's why I'm, you know, people would be like, I can't believe you talk about one of your elders on your podcast. No, I'm celebrating him. Yeah. You know, that, that he just says what he's thinking. There's no, you know, the Bible says, let your yeses be yes, your noes be no. Yep. And he was no, 
And then he was yes. <laughs> now, whether or not we do it, I, of course, am going to run this past Kathy, who is our prayer coordinator. Yes. Because I'm not going to tell her what to do. This is her team. She's a great prayer. She's a great prayer. Yeah. So things like that, that are the fun part of my job, you know, that it's stressful and, and it's, and, and I could easily do nothing. Yeah. You know, this is adding something. Yeah. You know, but we'll drive through prayer and put up a tent. And then they said, well, it's going to be cold soon. Are you going to find a volunteer that's willing to sit in the cold and pray? And I was like, it's an hour. I'll do it. Like, <laughs> I'll be that person. That way we'll keep them moving. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's right. Short and sweet. The Lord, we lift them up. All right. You'll take care of <laughs> I have more. I'm sorry. Your time is done. But other than that, um, transitioning a little bit to food which yes. we like to talk about food because yes, it do. is lunchtime it in is Rome lunchtime and in I Rome. sent you a bad picture but um, I'm really getting a little more serious uh, about my Chinese the fall and the winter I get into Chinese cooking yep go ahead and uh, nah. yep but um, I even drove down last Sunday to the strip district because I had to buy some more gluten-free oyster sauce okay which I told that to my sister and my mom and they both looked at me it was great you know, like I have six heads. Well, it's like, that's like one of those, uh, was it like that, that old boy scout joke? Like, uh, go, oh, yeah, go the, get uh, me a left-handed left, smoke shift. Or the spotted paint. Yeah. Is, cause is clam juice like, Oh, bless your heart. I know. I don't know. No. Oyster sauce Oyster is sauce, like sorry. soy sauce. Okay. It's thicker. Okay. And it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a very important Chinese ingredient component. To okay. a lot of sauces. Yeah. Like any fried rice is two parts soy sauce, one part oyster sauce. Okay. But I've run out of gluten-free because it's just What's gluten me. about it? Uh, the Whatever they put to most, thicken it? No. Most soy sauces have gluten because they use wheat flour in them. I didn't even know there was like flour in soy sauce. Wheat flour. Wow. And in almost every Chinese sauce, there is wheat. That's, because that blows soy. my mind. Because like it's so like it's not. Why would there be, it's 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 not very. It's not thick at all. It's not very it's viscous. Very. Oh yeah. What's up? Yeah, what's did. up? What's up? Yeah, that's right. Did. That's right. But anyhow, um, that's why. Um, well, there is you can get tam- tamarind sauce, which is gluten free soy sauce, but that's got a different flavor to it. But anyhow, so there's a gluten free soy sauce at the place down in uh, the strip district. And I wanted to make a really good spicy stir fry because I've been making uh, <laughs> chicken fried rice, which we had a picture of last week, and I never talked you didn't about even it last talk week. About it. We and, still use uh, the picture though. Yeah, and um, I use, I'm using the potato uh, sweet, sweet potato, potato hash. hash. Yeah, which Dude, I, you make some banging sweet potato hash, man. and I can give you an update on that. Yeah, but anyhow, long story short, I had some extra hot peppers, so I used oh, I have a funny story: habanero pepper some Thai chilies, a couple of jalapenos. And, uh, I put them in the stir fry with the hot oil and I'd marinated the chicken just with, uh, my typical marinade, which is, uh, rice, wine, vinegar, uh, sesame oil, oyster sauce, soy sauce, garlic, black pepper, a little bit of sugar. It's kind of like a crazy teriyaki sauce. Yeah. Um, and then I soaked my peppercorns, peppercorns, Szechuan peppercorns. Yeah. Remember I gave you the one and it made your tongue numb. I like. Oh, you're of, the one that liked it. I, Brian hated it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. So I soaked them two tablespoons. It's like nature's pop rock for 20 minutes in hot oil or hot water. Okay. And then I added them to the stir fry. It almost overwhelmed. Like you, you just get this complete numbing sensation in your mouth. I really want to try that. It's. I should have brought some. You should have. I did not. But anyhow, so I had all these hot peppers and I cooked it all up and it's like eh, it's a little spicy. 
Wow. It's like, it's not that spicy. That means it would be spicy for me. Right. So <laughs> at the dinner table last night, I said, blah, 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 habanero. And Joe goes, habanero peppers aren't spicy. And I said, oh, really? <laughs> so I went in the kitchen, yeah, got did. one, cut it in half. I think I deceded it or deveined it. I'm not sure. And I gave it to him. And Rachel's just shaking her head. He takes it, puts the whole half of a habanero oh in his mouth. Oh, my gosh. Takes two, three bites. And he's like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And all of a sudden, and he's flying, running all over the house. He spits it out onto the floor. He's chugging milk, spews milk all over the kitchen. I get a splinter wiping milk off the cabinet, cleaning it up. He's like, it's one of the worst things I've ever done. <laughs> Just snots billowing out of his nose. Oh, man. God bless so, him. That's man, what you gave him a good chunk. Because, man. Oh, it was half a habanero. Yeah, because, like, I mean, even like a sliver, like, you, 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 you feel know it's it. there. Yeah, he goes, oh, yeah. it was fruity at first, which is funny because it is. It's a very fruity pepper. Yeah. But, man, it bites you. Oh, it's. So. Wow. So that's what I've been up to. Man. So, okay. So this past week, I don't want to like I, I've been talking about my running program yes. a lot. No, I feel like I have twice, maybe <sighs> once, and maybe it's just because it's consecutive weeks. But either way, I don't want to like harp on it. But carry a harp when you're running, right? Just like David, um, naked. <laughs> hey, it's five. It's like five thirty a.m. Nobody knows. Just the <laughs> deer in the neighborhood. Um, but uh, last Friday was the first time. In my life, that I ran two miles, my man, consecutively in a row, in a row. So it was a without big, a break, without a break. It was the and like, how many laps of that street? Up I in your don't know. And I, I was oh. actually thinking about that this past because I don't really focus on. I try not to focus on that. No, because it'll make it feel longer. Sure. Um, but. I, I thought about that the, my, on my my last run, this the which was yesterday. I was like, I wonder how many times I've been back and forth today. And I was like, eh, 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 eh. I, I couldn't figure it out, but right. I, I might try to. Um, uh, but that felt really really good, and I've learned to appreciate the longer intervals versus like the because right. now like the shortest interval I have now is four minutes running one and a half minutes walking, four minutes running. And there's like five intervals of that. Right. And like, it's so you're either starting or stopping. Now most it's of the just, time. those feel like they take forever. Whereas they, before they didn't feel that bad, you know, cause I'm like getting into it, but now I just want to go right and just run it, which is pretty cool to, to feel that way. Even though like, I'm still like, I just, I don't like this, but I, is there any point where you go, ah, screw the system. I'm just going to keep doing the two miles, two miles, two miles and be done with it. No, Cause like Cause what the I, system knows. Well, and the system has really worked. Right. You know, and you're I running two miles at yeah, a time. Right. And I don't, and there's still, I, there's still a purpose to do those, those intervals, right. you know, to build you up. I don't know what it is. I don't know the science. I don't ask. The app does. The app knows. Um, but yeah, so I just, there's you know, nothing more to celebrate than that. Right. It's amazing. And I have to do it tomorrow. So basically I'm on this. Yeah. Except now you're actually, cycle. you get to. Because you'd rather I, do that. I'd rather do that. I'd than rather the intervals. run it. Because now, like, I'm like, ooh, because I'm down to like 11 minutes. It's like 11 minutes, 30 seconds a mile for my pace. Which is moving. When I when I run. Well, did you see the guy? I think I was. The, was I talking to you about that? The mar the marathon runner? Oh, he, yeah. I mean, that's. He averaged, <laughs> what, a. Dude, 
I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom. What is it? He averages like a. Well, I mean, he did it under two miles, but he did like forty yard. Yeah, it was it, it, it was like a, a normal person's forty yard dash. Yeah, speed. Which. <laughs> For a marathon, like I can't even imagine, 2. like taking off, like at the starting line, and he's probably just takes off like a like, like a he rubber runs, band. He runs like, from the start line faster than you could at your very top speed. Oh my gosh, just insane! And he does it for two hours. Just insane. I don't That's like a... to do anything for two hours, <laughs> let alone run twenty six up and down hills. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because down's not even all that much much easier than up. And you know what? Like after. If I do make like a loop in my neighborhood and I do run down and then I go to a slight upgrade, I like the upgrade a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but which is interesting to me. Um, not for too long though. No. <laughs> a slight upgrade. <laughs> but um but yeah, that's been cool. And then today, um, so I work for American Eagle. No. And uh I'm on the performance marketing team. And but every every year we have two uh annual like company meetings. And this one is called the state of the place and it kind of kicks off the holiday season. One, it kind of like gets us pumped up for the holiday season because it's a marathon from here until like into January because, you know, one is go time. It, it's go time. Right. And everything is on and we're trying to do everything that we can to push business and whatnot because, you know, we have Black Friday and, you know, the the holiday shopping and, and all that. Um, it's a big season. And then, you know some people don't think about this, but like our number one unit seller is the gift card. So the sales after Christmas, like there's still that like extra oomph at the end of the, the fiscal year for us with, but how does that work when your number one seller is a gift card? Mm -hmm. And the, the, I don't know. <laughs> Cause the revenue is already there. Right. Right. Except is there add-ons? Do people spend over the the gift card? You know, some people don't use right. the gift card because, like, if you get like twenty five dollars, but there's a pair of jeans is forty bucks, then you get that other extra fifteen dollars, right. or and a belt. Eh, I'm right. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so yes, there's absolutely that. Um, there's still money on the table to be had, um, but it's really cool. Like they really do a a really good job, and it's really because we have like you know, the photography studio and we have all these, the, the videographers and they, you know, so they really produce a really, a really cool program. And then there's different people in the company that like, actually they do like a fashion show for the season and they like come up and you see like your, your peer coworker up, you know? Oh really? You know, yeah. It's, and they're it's, not models. They're just your, no, yeah. Right. They're, you know, Sally in accounting, you know, right. like, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, how and long is the meeting? This one, about an hour and a half. Okay. So not, not, terrible but there are points where it's like okay right let's go <laughs> i was motivated 10 minutes ago <laughs> now i've wandered yeah but it's cool and it's fun we get free stuff um Ooh. you know which is always nice uh, we get like a coupon for free jeans and and stuff like that we get the this, this year's blanket um which is cool um but yeah i i actually really appreciate it and really enjoy it yeah. um and it's a chance to to be in the presence of like the big leadership of the company, which is kind of cool. Um, Especially if you like them. Yeah, I yeah they're because if you don't, then you're like Ugh. right. I have respect for for all of them. The the leadership's pretty great. Um, and there there's one this one guy. Uh, I won't mention his name because I don't want to get in trouble for mentioning names. Smart, but um, I just have so much respect for him. He's been with the company for like twenty years. And like I, I feel like it's he's like he got his first job out of college 
and still he's there, still here. And man, he, I just respect his opinion. He's really smart and he's really like composed and just a level uh, and very approachable guy. So he's like, and you got, to, I got to hear him speak, which I, which I really appreciated and stuff, but it's, it's cool. And we, it was down at the uh, Carnegie hall in Homestead. So okay. it's like that old school theater. Yeah. So it's like a cool setting, you know? Oh, so it wasn't even at your headquarters. No. Well, there's no, there's really no place to do it. Ah, yes. Because like to get everybody in the sure. same room. Undercover Ooh. boss runs into that all the time with their big reveal at the end. <laughs> right. We normally do uh, the David Lawrence Convention Center, hmm. but I'm wondering if we didn't do it because President Trump was here yesterday in Pittsburgh, and I'm wondering if they were like... Clean it up or... Yeah, you know, whatever, like doing... they they. Because it probably takes more production stuff when he's right. here, more right. security, more you know, and more, maybe or else more, they're setting up or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, so it was kind of cool to have it in in that in that in that space. Didn't want to sit there much longer in those chairs. They're still like the old school wooden fold down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no cushion. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty really. Rough. Yeah, yeah. It's old school, man. How Munhall of them. Ah, <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was cool, and I appreciate it. No exciting food. Did they? Was there food at that? No, but what? There's food before. Ah. So, at our cafe, which I always forget who. <laughs> I want to say it's like Gingingheim or something like that. It's a catering company that that does our our cafe. You've talked about them several times. I know, and yet never I, mentioned. The I'm names. the worst. Yes. <laughs> I'm the worst. Um. And Gangnam style. Yeah. That's why I was like, that's not right. Um, but they, um, and normally they have the, the cafe, the cafe is set up in different areas. It's not free like Google, but you can get a really nice lunch for a reasonable price. But in the middle, there's a salad bar all the time. Um, and then there's kind of like the American grill station where there's always something, each station has its own feature for the day, but that's where you can kind of get like a burger or chicken tenders or like, you know, normal American fare. And then I really thought you were going to say normal food. <laughs> then the middle is like, it can be something different every time. Sometimes they do a load of baked potatoes. Sometimes it's a tacho bar. Sometimes it's pulled pork. Um, it can be all over the place. Then we have a really nice deli where you can make your own sandwich. The pizza oven stone fire pizza oven which is pretty cool and then there's a guy that does more experimental stuff where he like gets to play around and and do a bunch of different things and you'll get like fa at that place you know um but what they do on days like this is they provide lunch for free and then like each station has something you just go in you pick it up you know like there was chicken tenders there was uh um sweet and sour chicken there was italian hoagie you know, something for everybody, you know, nacho bar and you could like put on all the toppings, including like pulled pork or whatever. And on days like this, it's great because like for the salad bar, which is where like the taco thing was going on, normally you have to weigh that. But today's like, everybody's like <laughs> piling on the meat, you know, like they're just like, I'm taking advantage, which, you know, it's cool. And then there's like cookies and like all kinds of stuff, but, um, no, but they give you lunch and, uh, I ended up going with chicken tenders. <laughs> Cause they just look so good. Like, I, like I just got walked, the crunch. I walked in there. I was like, man, those look really good. Like a nice, like fat plank yeah. chicken tender. And it was, I, I really liked it. Then they got the different sauces, you know, the barbecue and the honey mustard. I mean, if, if you're, you can't go wrong with a good chicken tender. No, you can't. And was it good? It was, dude, they were so good. They were so good. I should have taken a picture. You should have. Um, you didn't. I didn't. 
They were so good, though. Yeah. But I appreciate that. It kind of reminds me of being back in school, eating at the cafeteria. And you know what? You know what? That's great time in the cafeteria when you're sitting with all your friends. But far too often in school, we end up feeling alone. And that's what we want to talk about today is those moments in life when you are in school. And you think about it for, for somebody. You're in school, you know, at least for 12 years of your life. Sometimes more. Sometimes <laughs> if you're lucky. Sometimes more. <laughs> and then there's college. Yeah, right. And you can be in college for a few more, and it doesn't really end. You know, I mean, I can remember feeling alone. I remember being bullied a little bit, like in kindergarten. So it started right then. You know what I mean? Like feeling alone. Yeah. yeah. I can remember. I mean, seventh and eighth grade, I just did everything to not get beat up because my mouth got me into so much trouble. You know, I earned it. Yeah. But boy, I felt alone when you're running through a hallway hoping not to see somebody. Yeah. High school, I didn't really ever feel too, too alone. But even in college, like I, I worked for an ice cream shop and I delivered and I worked like 35, 30, sometimes 40 hours a week. And I delivered ice cream in a canary yellow Ford Festiva with a Jiffy Treat sign yeah, on did. the top. Yeah, you did. So every Friday and Saturday night. Where was Jiffy Treat? In Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Actually, it is the, in uh, John Mellencamp, who is from the greater Bloomington area, in Jack and Diane, when he says, hanging hanging out by the Tasty Freeze, he's actually referring to Jiffy Treat. Wow. True story. Wow. As far as I know it. Fun fact. One of the story is, Friday and Saturday nights, college, right? You're in college. Yeah. This is the time of your life. Is it? And I'm driving a, <laughs> a five-speed stick shift Canary Yellow Ford Festiva to people that are to Getting all the chicks. <laughs> I mean, driving past <laughs> all the dorms where people are partying or past the playground where everybody's playing basketball or volleyball and everybody's having the college experience. And there I am. <laughs> See, and if I can get the whole, the goal in the one uh, dorm was, could you get it into third gear before you got out of the loop in, on the on the drive through when you were driving uh, delivering? And I could. Um, and and Laura Troop, my good best friend, who. Uh, how do I put this? She got pulled over once by the police. And he said, listen, I know <laughs> he said, listen, bub, I know <laughs> that you're doing your job, but slow it down. <laughs> Lara was a woman. She wasn't a bub. <laughs> she took offense to that. But, listen, bub. But we've all felt alone. I mean, I'm sure you experienced, you've talked about it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, growing up, you know, I know I've talked about it before. Like I was always the heavy kid, you know, so there was a lot of. There's, there's like, you know, some, I, I'm not going to call it bullying. Um, cause I, you know, I feel like, I feel like maybe uh Facebook live stopped. Yeah. That stinks. Um, but I feel like, um, I, I have a different de definition of bullying and <laughs> should we talk about that for a minute? Sure. Cause we were talking about it the other night on Tuesday night. Yeah. Do we want to try to do anything with that or no? We can. It's up um, to you. I can keep you talking. Wanna, yeah, keep talking. Yeah. So we were talking the other night, and it, this yeah, still goes back to volleyball, where there is a kid, CJ, on the volleyball team, and he, every time I tease him or I say anything to him, 
he will immediately say, stop bullying me. Um, and it's just, and it's, we're being funny, you know, so he'll try to tease me. I will tease him and he'll say, Oh, stop bullying me. Yeah. And I explained to him, that's not being a bully. Yeah. <laughs> that being a bully back in the day is when somebody beats you up. Yeah. Waited for you. Maybe took your money. Maybe they just beat you up. Maybe they knew you weren't going to tattle or tell. So they would just, you know, hit you, punch you, do whatever else. I said, what I do is keep you in check from saying stupid stuff all the time, CJ. <laughs> right. That's not being a bully. That's helping you from being an idiot. Right. So, yeah. So I'll talk. The, uh, so I, I have a different definition of bullying than what I feel like is portrayed in all of the media. So, and I was made fun of. Like I was made fun of for, you know, having, you know, man boobs and, and all that. And I got Noobs. my one only fight in in school. Um Did you win? So kind the, of a draw. Yeah, like so Okay. Well, uh man, this was this was at Linton, so it was Oh, okay. So it was I think like eighth. Sure. That's it. So I, I said um and the 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 kid who the kid, uh, sorry the kid uh kid made fun of me and I was like dude if you keep doing it we're just gonna, we're going to throw down like I'm just, I'm so tired of it I've got a lifetime of being picked on <laughs> yeah. and it's all coming out on you yeah. and uh and I I shoved him and he went to punch me I dodged the first punch did not dodge the second one. Ah, it's too bad. And it was, it was interesting. It was that uh, I don't even think my mom knows this this story because because it it oh I'll I'll finish the story. Um, it was the first time I'd ever been punched, hmm. and it was such an interesting sensation <laughs> of like you're looking one way, and now and you're then looking the, the other split way. Second, like without blinking, you are looking ninety degrees to the to the uh, to the left. You know, like. I'm seeing this and now I'm seeing this like bink. Yeah. Bink. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, we were outside, we, we were in gym class and we were going to like go down to the, the football field. Sure. And I pushed him and I pushed him in front of a car. Nice. <laughs> Attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> but the car looked like was moving slowly and had plenty of time to stop. But I like, I like my heart skipped a beat and I reached down. I was like, are we good, man? Are we done? And and he said, yeah, we're done. Because then the, the teacher came out because I was like, I don't want to get, you know, right. you know, suspended or anything like that. And then, like, we never talked about and we we were fine. Like, we talked. We were, we were good after that. Well, like, we didn't become friends. Right. But like, we just. He moved on. Yeah, he moved on. You weren't worth it anymore. Exactly. You weren't the easy target anymore. Right. So that's the message for today. <laughs> punch the bully in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. or, no, I'm sorry. Push the bully in front of oncoming traffic. But like, you know, so I was made fun of and like kids are going to get made fun of. That's what happens. I don't want it to happen. Don't. But in this life where like everything is a struggle, like I don't think it's bad that we do develop some kind of tough skin. Like you have to get through some kind of struggle in your life. I've had other people in my life tell me stories of kids holding other kids down and making them lick the floor around the urinal in the, in the boys' bathroom at school. That would be a bully. That is bullying. That's and that bullying. is just disgusting and, and, and just, that's out of this world. So crazy you're against licking the toilet floor around the commode. It's not my ideal situation. That is not ideal. Um, and so, yeah. So, 
but you know, being you know the big kid, there there was a lot of like being alone. But you know, thank goodness I did have friends that were that were really good and and I could rely on. But even given that, there's times you feel alone. Even that, like, because there's always like the cooler or who you think is the cooler people, right? And, and sometimes like, they're cooler. Well, and if you're, but if you're, yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, but if you're in like a room full of those people, like you feel like totally out of your league and like, you're just wait, you're waiting like, okay, who's going to, who's going to make fun of me? Is anybody going to make fun of me? I don't want to be made fun of today. You know, like, well, and that what you're talking about right there also is, I think even if you have, you know, the, say the cool kids, yeah, who they, they're the ones they are always hanging out. Everybody goes to their house and everything else. Even they experience being alone. Yeah. Because the inner monologue is always going. I want to say the right thing. I want to do the right thing. I want to make sure that everybody's okay. I want to make yeah. oh they bother me. Oh this that that. And I got to make sure they're on my side. And we really go through life a lot alone. And so it might be worse for some people, but I think everybody goes through it. And that's part of the problem with feeling alone is you feel like you're the only one. Yeah. And so I think it's important when we go through life with our kids. And I mean I've been coaching for 23 years. I was in youth ministry. Even you know throughout that whole time and now I'm a you know a pastor but I'm still coaching and I see so many kids get tormented and I see so yeah. many kids go through life alone alone really alone and I let them know at least as a coach you know that that I'm there for them and that and, and it's an honor and a privilege to be there and I can only hope and pray that you know one of the things I learned when I worked for Presley Ridge doing wraparound with kids in crisis that every kid needs like 50 things to survive food water shelter you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But one of them is an objective third party adult without the authority to punish. Yeah. And that's what a young life leader is. Somebody that's just there for them. That right. They can ask the questions. They're never going to ask their parents. Right. So that's why I lift up, you know, coaches that are good. Yeah. You know, and young life leaders and to a degree, to a degree, youth pastors, if they know what they're doing. Yeah. And many don't, they can be that person for somebody else. But as a parent, I think it's so important for us to keep our kids from feeling alone at school and you can't go to school with them. That's awkward. Even though I can, because <laughs> I, I can walk into school right. anytime I want. They yeah. really like it when I don't. <laughs> I, um, I, I actually, was two years ago when Joe was a freshman, I went up to his table at lunch and it was great. You know, I did the whole ruffle his hair. You, you're ashamed of your old man. And I think I started talking to one of his friends as if it was Joe and, and all the typical. He's like, Dad, please stop. Please all stop. the typical dad stuff. <laughs> um, but it's important so that we help our kids from not feeling alone by joining them in their emotions after the fact. What do I mean by that? Yeah. Bella comes home. Might even have been today. Today or yesterday said she got called on in biology and they were sort of doing like a, like a, like a quiz show, but like a quiz thing. And the girl in front of her didn't know the answer. And so they went to Bella Yeah, and she's like, I just froze. She said, I knew I knew the answer, Yeah, but I just didn't know it. Like it wasn't, I couldn't make the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, I was like, I don't know. And there was a girl that bullied her all last year. I mean, just terribly emotional, like real bullying even got someone at one point to physically attack her. I think we talked about it yeah. when it happened. Um, well, that girl isn't really in any of her classes this year, but one of her sidekicks is. So when Bella doesn't know the answer, this girl snickers in the back of the classroom. And that's all she does is snicker. Mm. Not enough to get yelled at by the teacher, but enough to let Bella know that she knows she didn't know the answer. And then apparently there's a kid in class that always gets made fun of for being dumb. And I asked Bella, of course, you're not making fun. She's like, no. When That's Bella right. didn't know the answer, he goes, I hope nobody 
makes fun of me for being stupid ever again after Bella didn't know the answer to this question. Hmm. Okay. She felt what? Terribly alone. Yeah. In this moment. But even the dumb kid is making fun of her. Yeah. Plus her nemesis from last year's sidekick is making fun of her. So now what is my response as her father? Very easily. It could be many things. And here's where I think we go wrong as parents. And this goes back to a previous podcast, which don't worry about necessarily going back because we're also going to go forward and we're going to review the basics in the next couple of weeks. But when someone shares an emotion, which what she's saying is I, my emotional need for security is gone yeah. because of what happened. Yep. So she's sharing a hurt. There are four ways we poorly respond. Yeah. And we do that as parents. Yes. The first is facts, logic, and reason. Well, honey, <laughs> what? Well, facts, logic, and reason. Well, you are dumb. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, the reality is, honey, sometimes <laughs> in life we don't know the answers and there are bad people yeah. and they're going to make fun of us. But you're stronger than that. Right. And you can rise above that. Yeah. That would be a perfect. I mean, yeah. You, honey, the reality is you didn't know the answer. And the reality is that girl's not a very nice person. And that kid, he's been abused so much by everybody that, of course, he's going to lash out, which is why that happened to you. Yeah. That's exactly it. Facts, logic, reason. Yeah. Doesn't help. Does she still feel alone? Yes. She probably does. Probably even more. Right. So then there's, yes. So then there's critical. Why wouldn't you know the answer to that question? I I mean, I tell you to study. Yeah. You know, I've told you to work on this and here's your time to shine. And then you don't answer the question. And even the dumb kid makes fun of you. Well, that's no good. No. You know, well, then we go to selfish. You know what? I know. I know. Let me tell you one time I was in school and this is what happened to me and blah, 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 blah. And now, or even worse yet, how do you think I feel that my daughter's the dumb kid now, you know, know, and I'm just so disappointed in you. Yeah. So that's, that's also critical, but it's also selfish making it about me, not about her. Right. Um, you know, or, well, honey, if you know, the last one is neglect, like whatever, we all get bullied. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be all right. You're fine. Look at you. Right. You're fine. Look at you have a 4.0, but that that's maybe the better way to put it. You have an A in that class. So what do you care that you didn't get that right? Right. You're smarter than them. It's fine. Right. So that's a, a very positive way. We neglect the emotion. Right. It's a positive negative. If you will. Yeah. It's like proving addition false by positive. subtraction. If you will. <laughs> when the reality is to simply sit there and say to her, I can't believe that happened. I can't imagine how you desperately were looking for that in your head and you're frantic and you're like, um, 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 and then your mind is telling you, no, we're not going to do that right now. <laughs> I said, how hot did your ears get? She's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And you say, and all of a sudden you're just like, I don't know. And it echoes. She's like, I swear. Now she knows that I know how she felt. Yeah. And I've joined her in that moment and I'm like, oh, I can't believe that happened. I'm so yeah. sorry. She's like, oh. And then what will happen is if you, if you do it right, they go, I I mean, it it wasn't that bad. You know, they'll start to justify it because you're joining them and you also don't want to go past them. And when you're comforting, you don't want to be like, Oh honey, I can't believe that happened to you. Yeah. You don't want to go too far. Sorry. Yeah. Cause they're like, you don't want to make a mountain out of a weirdo. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But we want to join them in their emotion just for that minute and help them realize and let them know it's okay. Cause otherwise now they feel alone. And ashamed or alone and stupid right. or alone and whatever else you just put on them. Yeah. Or alone and ignored. And I think like everybody's been through this. Like, like every, and like, even like, like their peers probably 
do it, you know, because I've got I've had that in the past of, you know, like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, we're still friends, you know, like, you know, I'm still your because friend. People don't know how to emotionally respond. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, it, that's why we do this. It's, but it's not just a parenting thing. It's like, oh, you of know, course not. it's it's, you know, everybody around you, you know. Right. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I ran into a couple that I married a couple years ago and I said to the bride, I said, so doing a good job of always meeting his emotional needs and joining him in his emotion. She goes, Nope. I said, fair enough. I said, do you at least know and or hear my voice when you know you're not? She was like, Oh yeah. Every time. So that's all I can ask. That's all I can ask that when you sit there and you don't respond properly, you go, eh, this isn't it. I am not loving him right now. So if, if, if by doing this, you know, the parents that hear this, if, if they can just, when the next time their kid says something, they can go, wait a minute, how, how can I join them in their emotion? Then we've done a good thing. Yeah. And to keep them from feeling alone. Yeah. And I think maybe then as parents, we can all do a little bit better. Oh, we can do better. You have a do better and you have a can't do better. You have the can't do better. Oh, I do. Well, I mean, I can find it. Here's my (laughs) do better. Okay. And I love it. Headline Foxborough, not Florida. Okay. uh, Massachusetts. Got it. But it's a Rhode Island man is accused of stealing items from the Patriots Hall of Fame at Gillette Stadium. First of all, maybe he does a can't do better. Or maybe it's do better, like find a better Hall of Fame. I don't know, because we don't like the Patriots. Right. But he didn't get very far. The man was captured in the parking lot. Okay. So he didn't get very far. He got captured in the parking lot. How did he get captured? Well, he was wearing a game-warm Tom Brady jersey. (laughs) One of the items that he had stolen. (laughs) Foxborough police officer Joseph Godino and Sergeant David Foscaldo helped Patriots security find a 33-year-old Providence man in the Plaza parking lot. He was allegedly wearing the stolen Brady jersey under his jacket. Foxborough police said the man stole other memorabilia as well. He was arrested and charged with larceny. And it's... uh, so, if you're going to steal, probably shouldn't wear it. Right. Hey, dude, do better. Was it signed? What is it? Was it a signed jersey? No. Or just, just game, game worn. worn. What? How much that's worth? Does it say? No. Wow. Be interested, because I mean, he is the most. He is the most winning it. Yes. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> um. So can't do better this week. So there's a mom. That created a, I'll say contraption. She did not create it. Oh, sorry. She's on video using the using contraption. It. Who created it? Some other guy. Okay. Some other guy <laughs> created a contraption that this mom used um, so that her son could go skateboarding. Why can't her son skateboard? Because he has, has cerebral, cerebral palsy. palsy. It's a really heartwarming video. We'll, we'll post it's it. It's really more of a visual thing now that we bring it up. Yeah. But if you go to our show notes. Yes. You will be able to see the video. Yes. But you can see it's kind of like a. Um, it's a frame. Yeah. It's like PVC. scaffolding with, you know, yeah. PVC. Like, it's actually like a rolling jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> we are not selling this candy better. I feel at this point. She puts her son into a rolling jail cell and he likes it. Oh, kids and cages. Win, win, win. Uh-oh, we're getting political. Kids and um, cages. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the kid is on a skateboard and then like there's a harness around his waist 
and then the whole contraption is on like um like dolly wheels mm-hmm. and and she's pushing she's, him all man, over a skateboard this is a park. workout for her because yeah. she is pushing she is pushing him up ramps and they're going down ramps and he is just like his face is like the epitome of joy. I would love to make somebody that happy once. Right. Like he is just having a blast. And there's some other videos in the thread of uh there's uh, there's another guy that's pushing him around. I'm not sure who he is, but um just pushing him around and same thing. He's just like he's just so happy. Like it looks like he's just laughing like constantly the whole time he's on it. Cuz I mean, it's an unbelievable feeling. And you know what though? There's the, there's a the lesson in that cuz he was perfectly normal until two and a half and he had some sort of a terrible seizure and left him with cerebral palsy. Yeah. You know, but now she gets to make him this happy. Yeah. You know, and so even in the darkest of moments provides for great moments in life. Yeah. So, can't with, do better. Can't do better than that. I don't think you can. I don't think so either. No. And uh, that's where we like to end every show is on a good note. So thank you for joining us this evening. I'm sorry for the little hiccup with with Facebook Live. Uh, We went dark there for a minute, uh, but came back. Uh, I wish we could go really dark at least once. (laughs) Happy hour in Rome. It's coming. Um, But yeah, join us next week. Um, We will be live once again. And uh, Brian should be back. He should be back. And uh, we uh, also sign up for email so that you can get the show notes directly to your inbox and uh, and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And on that note, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.